Hello, welcome to episode 57 of How Is That Known? Uh, some people say, oh, cryptids are really interesting. I loved cryptids 1 and cryptids 2. But what about the promised cryptids 3 where you only feature UK-based cryptids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about them? How is that known? Let's find out. <laughs> Today, <coughs> we've got uh, John Rudge. Hello. Me, Tails. And the returning hero, Grandmaster Flash. It's Jake Organ Yogurt Lad. Oh my God! Oh, so we're just going to talk about some UK-based cryptids today. And um, who's doing first? I'll go first. <laughs> I've got a, uh, I've got a few, right. First one, the Owl Man, which I thought sounds fucking quality. This oh, is yeah. going to be sick, but it's not really. <laughs> but there is still some good bits. In 1976, a paranormal researcher by the name of Tony Doc Shields oh, came shit. forward claim, claiming he had investigated a report of two young girls on holiday in Mornan, Cornwall, who'd seen a large winged creature hovering above a church tower. <laughs> the girls had dubbed the creature Owl Man. <laughs> their father, upon hearing of their sighting, immediately cut short their family holiday. <laughs> Bear in mind, it's like 1976, I imagine like it was a pretty big deal as well to go on holiday like to Cornwall and that. And he's like, you've seen a winged creature above a church tower. We're going home. <laughs> According to Doc Shields, three months later, there was another sighting by, by a per, by a per, oh, what is it? another sighting of a big owl as big as a man with Whoa. pointed ears and glowing eyes and black pincer-like claws. Sporadic claims of Alman sightings circulate in 1978, 79, 89, and 95, always in the vicinity of the same church. <laughs> Doc Shields had a history of hoaxes, and so the story was always viewed with suspicion, as all the people who'd cited it had been, had been known to him in some way. <laughs> Other explanations are that it could have been Eurasian eagle owls, as they're known Obviously to appear in the area, one. and church towers are common nesting places for owls. <laughs> Another explanation. This was on the website that I looked it up, but I think it's Cryptids Wiki. Yeah, Another explanation was that it wasn't the Owl Man, that it was Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was some comments. Well, Mothman's on... come on holiday. <laughs> there was some comments on underneath, like you could just leave comments. These were examples of some of them. This is possibly rumoured to be in Cornwall because owls are very popular there. <laughs> This, another one said, My dude, I'm sorry, but this is just an owl. So is the Flatwoods Monster and Mothman. But nonetheless, I find them cool. <laughs> Someone else said, With Mothman, Owlman, Goatman. What else? Whaleman. <laughs> to which there was a section of replies underneath that comment saying, Man Man, Keyboard Man, Robot Man, Dumb Man, Pokey Man. <laughs> Weird man. That's the author. That, that, was, that was basically. That's the detective shields. <laughs> that's all I could find on Owl Man. It was like shite. This one now, though. The Beast of Brassknocker Hill. Oh, yes. Have you heard of a more English cryptid? <laughs> ah, like you're talking to an American in the pub. Yeah, tell them the Beast of Brassknocker Hill. And they're like, oh yeah, I love this. Uh, it's a mysterious beast from Brassknocker Hill near the city of Bath. It was described by an eyewitness as being a bear-like beast with huge teeth and white rings around its eyes. 
In July of 1979, Ron and Betty Harper discovered that the bark had been ripped off their old oak tree by an animal with teeth at least 20 times larger than the squirrels that usually inhabited the region. <laughs> they also noticed that the area, which was usually alive with birds, had become mysteriously barren. By August 1st, over 50 trees had been stripped of their branches in the area. The creature allegedly responsible for the tree mangling and the sun decline in the local fauna was seen by an eyewitness later that month. While some assumed that the culprit was just another alien big cat, which I looked up and that just made me like, <laughs> I was like, alien big cat? What the fuck is this? But it's just like when a weird cat appears, that's not meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> According to the account, a man who preferred to remain anonymous was driving on a desolate stretch of road through Moncton Combe at night when he encountered a bear-like creature, which was approximately four feet in length and bore two striking circular white rings around its eyes. The man presumably left the scene post-haste. During the next additional eyewitness who came forward described the still unclassified animals everything from a gibbon to a lemur to a baboon. Oh my god. 81-year-old Brass Knocker Hill resident Frank Green became so concerned he began a shotgun vigil. <laughs> he said, I'm very fond of some animals, but I reckon this creature could be dangerous and I'm taking no chances. <laughs> That'd be a good movie. Shotgun vigil. Yeah. Uh, the following summer, police officer Inspector Michael Price claimed to have caught a glimpse of an animal which he identified as a chimpanzee. Sadly, he was unable to capture the beast. I love how the mixed up with a baboon and a lemur. Although Price was unable to explain how the descriptions of this unusual creature, including the strange ocular markings, lumbering bear-like body and unusually large previous teeth were anything like what he saw, we were sure this mystery creature would turn out to be a monkey of some sort. After all, men men from Mars aren't hairy, are they? That was his thing. Was, that aliens it can't be an alien, because they're not hairy. So it, so it, must, it must be a baboon, a lemur, or a chimp. Um, and then add wood woes. Do you know these might? I thought these might be up your alleyway, because they're meant to be like the UK Bigfoot. UK um, Bigfoots, I reckon. What's, what's the crap? This is pretty good. In 1982, UK Bigfoot researcher Deborah Hatz... By the way, she came became a Bigfoot researcher after this. Yeah. So that's misleading. <laughs> she did. She wasn't like, I'm a Bigfoot researcher and I've seen one. It was like she got interested in it afterwards. She saw a wood woes in Salford, England, when she was 15 years old. She said she'd went to a park in the urban area every day as a child until one day near a thick, overgrown area in Will Park. After her and her friends skipped school without telling their parents, they claimed they saw a wood woes. Deborah noticed movement in the corner of her eye before suddenly what she and her friend called a monster, man-ape, or gorilla man, at the time, jumped out of the bushes. After seeing the tall creature, she screamed and ran as fast as she could, pushing her friend to the ground all the way home. And it says, like a it says she say she says she's ashamed of that. <laughs> she looked back after pushing her friend only to see the creature simply lean back into the greenery. Thinking about the expression on the creature's face, she recalls it was actually very confused and not aggressive like she expected. <laughs> she believes that the creature was just as confused as her and that she was the one in the wrong place at the wrong time. She claims she can still see the creature in her mind very clearly, even 40 years later, and that it had amber-coloured eyes. Its teeth were like those of a human, but more square. She distinctly <laughs> says it had hair all over its body as opposed to fur, despite the fact that there's... 
It had hair all over its body as opposed to fur, despite the fact they're the same thing. <laughs> Which they're not. And that she could see the skin through the hair, though it was still rather thick. She says its hair was very dark brown, but the sun shone through the hair so she could see its skin. Becoming a researcher later on, interested in the subject, she says that as most witnesses say, the encounter still ruined her life for a very long time, with her only recovering relatively recently. She says she was reclusive and refused to talk about the encounter until she was in her 30s, when her husband convinced her to become a researcher and find out if anyone else had seen the creature. She went on to describe how she considers the creature simply be misunderstood, and describes the wood woe she saw as being like her brother or cousin, and that she <laughs> sympathises with the creature. The picture, oh blah blah. Uh, in 1984, a woman who the Crypto Crew website identified only as Brenda claimed she saw a similar creature and was inspired to tell her story after reading the article from the website describing the previous encounter. Brenda, who was 30 years old at the time, said she was walking her dogs in Bull Park at 5 pm. The park was normally closed this time of the day as it had already gotten dark and it was freezing cold. She was smoking a cigarette when suddenly some movement to the left caught her eye and nearby light illuminated a six foot tall podgy figure standing before her. What sparked her attention was that the creature had bare feet. She then noticed that it had no clothing but was covered in hair all over its body. So she's like, it's got no shoes on. Oh wait, it's, it's a fucking ape. <laughs> she went on to say she thought it was someone playing silly buggers. <laughs> she then realised something strange was going on since it just stood there. She became worried it would attack her. They stared at each other for 20 seconds before it quickly ran back into the trees. She ran home and told her boyfriend and her brother but was scoffed at as just a local perv trying to pick up a prostitute. <laughs> That's what I mean, it's a brother and a boy, but they're like, probably just a person pick up a fucking prostitute, you fucking slag. Did we mention you look like a prostitute? <laughs> she says she will never forget her encounter and she didn't know anything about Bigfoot at the time, but she thinks this must have been what she saw. She says it looked like a chimp, but it was too tall and too human-like. It looked like a caveman from the dinosaur days. <laughs> I love her, Brenda, she's just like, he's playing silly buggers. It's probably a fucking perv looking for a prostitute. It looked like a caveman from dinosaur days. <laughs> it is worth noting that Homo sapiens are the only humans that reach six foot tall, except Meganthropus, who may be an Ostropolithocene, and that so-called caveman did not live during the Mesozoic. She says it had a piggy-type nose. <laughs> they, they, the authors of this website added that bit in to be like, uh, actually, for clarification. Um, black eyes, probably, and large black eyes, probably due to it being nocturnal. As for the nose, Neanderthals had wider noses to help with the cold, so the creature, possibly being nocturnal, may have had a wider piggy nose to deal with the cold also. She says its face was like a cross between a human and a chimps. <laughs> So, with the Z. There you go. Woodwose. That is a chimp. That's, 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 yeah, yeah. that's one to add to your fucking cannon of Bigfoot. Yeah, I'm going to look out for it. I think they're fake though. You reckon? I don't want to look, um, discredit Bigfoot with mm. Woodwoses. My last one. You'll love this one. Too common. Because it's a fucking local one. That we could fucking do an expedition to find out. Oh, let's go. I mean, the Pigman of Canuck Chase. Oh, mate, I was going to have this one. Have you got this one? Shall I leave this one? No, for you? Do you? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> just because I live near Canuck, that's why I'm a doorstep. Uh, <laughs> this is how the website describes it. When night falls, enter the woods at your peril, for inside lurks something worse than the devil. Avoid at all costs the gathering place where at midnight the Pigman roams on Canuck Chase. Roswell, 
Area 51, Canuck Chase. <laughs> Mate, when I read that earlier, I was fucking crazy. These are a list of some of the most mysterious locations involving cryptozoology on planet Earth. Most have heard of Roswell or Area 51, but few have heard of the tale of Canuck Chase. This horrible location has kept the locals in sheer fright for nearly a century. <laughs> a large structure known as the Pie Green Tower resides in Canuck Chase for an abnormal amount of sightings of UFOs, odd lice, werewolves, giant snakes, Bigfoot, black cats, which is not that, that's just, they're normal, aliens, and men reports of government officials sneaking around the perimeter of the tower. <laughs> The tower was built during the Cold War by the British as a backup communication system worried about an unexpected EMP attack from the Soviets. But they say there is more than electronics inside those mysterious walls. Another mysterious being said to lurk around the Pie Green Tower. The Pig Man. According to the local legend, this creepy monster originated when World War II... That's a fucking curse, isn't it? You creepy monster. When World War II had just recently ended and British and American scientists joined allegiances to conduct a series of peculiar experiments, the tests went too far. Allegedly, they abducted a woman, hypnotised her, and then impregnated her with an artificial human pig DNA seed in an attempt to create a creature to perform their tests upon. The scientists closely monitored the woman for 10 months and they finally determined the horrible test did not work. A year later, they were stunned to discover their pregnancy was severely delayed. She bore a baby human who had the snout and face of a pig. <laughs> Much later, this creature retreated into the woods of Canuck Chase to avoid the prejudicial glances of human eyes. <laughs> so that's so a they test. They just let it go. And he was like, mate, these are all looking at me. I'm going to go to the forest. <laughs> that's my son. I don't care what he's going. He's going up Canuck Chase. I'm not having him in the house. For decades, people have since then reported seeing a tall man with the head of a pig roaming about the mysterious landscape. Oh, Sightings. Lee Brickley, a local, knew, knew this old legend well. He first heard about it in school from the aforementioned rhyme. That was the one I read you at the start. Yeah. After doing at least a decade on research about the pig man, he finally wrote a book about Canuck Chase which documents many sightings of the humanoid. Once, an email was sent to him by a local couple that documented their encounter with the pig man. Here it is in its original form. Dear Mr. Brickley, I've seen something rather odd on Canuck Chase that I think may be of some interest to you. In October 1993, whilst walking around Castle Ring, myself and the wife, myself and the wife, heard some strange noises coming from the surrounding trees. Thinking it was likely to be a local couple enjoying an illicit li- liaison, we quickly moved away from the we quickly moved away from the sound and headed back. In, come on, come back to the car. Upon reaching the steps down to the car park, I happened to turn around and lay my eyes on the strangest creature I've ever seen. The thing was seven foot tall. From the neck down, it looked like a man, even wearing clothes. But its head was far too big for a human. And it had an elongated face with a snout-like nose. When I pointed it out to my wife, she became terrified. So we started walking more quickly towards our car and got inside. That's when we started to hear this really high-pitched squealing noise that sounded like a pig being killed. That really spooked us. <laughs> have you ever come across anything like this before? Regards, John and Anne. <laughs> Others have also claimed to see the creature, including someone who shared this experience on the internet. We camped there one Friday night around 2006, just a sheet in the trees, prob about five of us. I had a lift there by one of my mates. They all had work Saturday, so planned to go back early. 
Friday night, we were quite close to the road. We had a fire burning for warmth and light. The police pulled up and told us to put it out. Me being me, I told them no. They got in their cars and drove off, which I thought was strange. That's never happened to me before. So get pulled over by the police quite a lot. So next day, the lads went to work. They were planning to come back and camp the night again after work. I decided, this sounds like us. This is just our report of it, isn't it? <laughs> I decided to stay on my own, moved all the stuff deeper into the forest so not to attract police attention again. I was there five hours on my own. I set, I set up three tents, put sheets in the trees, built a surround to stop the wind, got all the firewood ready. It was a masterpiece. <laughs> Two of my friends came for me and said no one was up for stopping the night. I was pissed off. All that stuff was mine, around £600 worth, and I was just going to leave it in a forest unattended. Wasn't happy. <laughs> I'm not he's like all this he, he's seen a pig man and he's going I was going to leave I was, all that stuff's my stuff £600 I'm going to leave it unattended I fuck like off he's, he's sent this to the <laughs> saying that the £600 yeah. he's posted it on the wrong forum I'm not easily frightened I spent five hours alone that forest day with no fear I had an 18 inch razor sharp machete I know it sounds a bit sinister but we were all responsible adults that were there and you never know when you might need one. So that night, I rang everyone I knew to get to come back with me so my stuff wasn't left. No one wanted to, so I decided, I'm doing it. I'm going to camp there on my own. I got a book I was reading, and off I went. <laughs> Bravo to zero. Yeah. I pulled up in my car, where we had originally seen the UFO. He's never oh, mentioned it was a fucking God, UFO. I walked casually across the road. There was a tall bush you had to walk through to get on the path. I suddenly clicked and said to myself, you're on your own now. Be a bit more wise and cautious. So I stopped in the centre of this large bush and lit a fag. I listened and heard movement. I slowly and quietly moved out of the bush and, and round, expecting to see a big deer. Instead, about 200 yards away from me, I was looking down the hill. I saw a white figure on all fours, looked like it was sniffing the ground, as a dog would if you were walking down a street covered in lampposts. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever had a street covered in lampposts. First I thought, it's the warden, he's found the stuff and he's looking for us with his dog, but the sound it was making sounded more like a pig sniffing, so I thought it was a large boar. was the right colour to be a pig. I watched it for about 30 seconds trying to determine it, <laughs> then it stopped dead, didn't move. I knew, it, I, knew now I, was, I knew it now I was there, I froze, took hold of my machete and waited, then this thing stood up on its back legs, it was massive. I'm six foot three, this thing was at least seven foot tall, and it ran at me at speed up the hill, like a person would run, squealing like a banshee you would hear on a horror film, crossed with a pig. I ran like a bitch, got in my car and drove off without looking back. I've never been so scared in my life. I've been back since, but never on my own. The funny thing, I've never heard of anyone knowing or any other proof of it till last year. Can't believe I'm not the only one to see this. Typical, I see something after two years of trying when I was on my own. I have proof of the lights in the trees. I have two other eyewitnesses to that, but I've got no proof of the pigman other than me, believe it or not. One other thing I missed out about the first time was... <laughs> like, I love this. This is how it's written. Oh, by the way, one other thing I missed about the first time was as we were riding our bikes towards the lights, each of us felt a massive drop in temperature. Only way to describe would be to walk into a big meat freeze. Instant. Extremely. And that's how the email ends with the word extremely <laughs> assuming the creature is real a disturbing question arises what is it is it an individual 
a species, I doubt it's a species, <laughs> multiple individuals of a known species. Is it a human playing a simple prank? I'd love it if it was, and he's committed to living in the fucking forest with a fucking pig head on it. Is it true that pig organs can be transplanted into humans? Yes, yeah, that's true. That's been done a lot. And head, trans- and head transplants may, be soon, may soon be possible. So, so could it be an escaped experiment? A wood woes? A oh, demon? God. Nobody knows. And it's possible. No one will ever know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, that fucking crap me up, that dude's fucking account of it, where he's just a bloke going like, fucking, like, so much of the emails committed to. Mate, I had £600 worth of equipment out there, and my mates wouldn't even fucking stay with me. I'm a little fake. I've got me acting in Twitter, and I ran like a I don't know where I've said, but I'm, I'm fucking hard, by the way. I took my book with me. I'm six foot four, you know. <laughs> Do you believe in the pig man of Canuck Chase? Yeah. I'm really not finding it. We should go have a look, yeah. Should go to Canuck Chase. Take Jet with us, see if you can sniff it out. We'll just never see Jet again, though. We just find Jet fucking eating pig man's face. You're like, no! Believe it or not, all the evidence was here. (laughs) By a dog. (laughs) But squealing. Like a pig. <laughs> okay. And if he's like, I run like a bitch. <laughs> like, right, mate, come now. I would run away if a fucking human pig man was running up a hill at me. Oh, I was a bitch. I had a machete. I had my fag on and everything. I should have just fucking hammered him. What's the point of having your machete with you? As soon as it runs at you, run up. And he's like, I know it might seem weird, but we're all responsible adults. There were no kids around, so I'm okay to have a fucking 18 inch machete. You're not, mate. That's literally not legal. He's clearly, he's clearly sent like a Facebook invite to loads of people. I've set three tents up and nobody's responded. That's what I found weird as well. He's like, I set three tents up, sheets all around it so there'd be no wind. I was like, why are you doing that? He said that, and he's like, oh, I've done five hours work. (laughs) Yeah, no way. You can set a tent up in 20 minutes. It's not five hours worth. It's probably because he's spent the rest of it chopping his local trees down with his machete. And that's why. Just, can you imagine the five hours of him going, <laughs> yes, yes, pretending <laughs> to be like a no, fucking woodsman. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm fucking sick. <laughs> fucking, let me, let me have a I'll read my book, you know. <laughs> do you want to do yours next? Yes, yeah, This is what the pig man said. And then uh, when he tried to uh, run up the hill at him. I like to eat! The ones that I was looking at were the ones that sounded like they were a piss take of actual okay, yeah, yeah. So the first one that I seen was looking up his quick foot. Quick foot? <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of Bigfoot. Now me quick foot. He's got sneakers on. <laughs> so this quick foot type, hairy humanoid. <laughs> Mate, that's me now. Yes. I'm a hairy humanoid now. I've got my beard on the gut. Quick foot is a fast, <coughs> fast bear-like creature that lives in Devon. <laughs> also called the ghost ape of Marwood or Martin's ape. <laughs> the go- Martin's ape? Fucking ghost Martin, get control of your ape, he's running around the woods again. I'm a ghost ape. <laughs> Quickfoot has, so- has had so far only two strange sightings. So there's one in 1978 with three boys in him 
so a tall bear-like animal with glowing green eyes in the light. They've always got glowing eyes, and I'm always like, uh, mate, nothing's got so glowing stupid, eyes. That's the trick of the art. Light, no, no, light, light in the dark. Yeah. 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 Light in the dark, and it's always a lot. In 1995, there was a man named David Coleman who was driving down a country road in West Lothian, Scotland, which is fucking literally as far from Devon. <laughs> when he saw a six foot tall humanoid running down the path at shocking speed. <laughs> okay, a human tall. doing a jog. <laughs> six foot tall, that's just. Next time I'm married, I'll see someone jogging like, that's a six foot tall humanoid <laughs> running at speed. I saw you going down the road. Trish was David said it was a face like a human and the press dubbed it Quickfoot. <laughs> Yeah. So he said, there's something that's six foot tall with a face like a human's in the press went, that's quick foot music. <laughs> He'd just say, was it just someone running down the road? <laughs> the first sight may have been an escaped bear. <laughs> the second sight may have been an escaped chimpanzee. <laughs> the third it could have been a dog. The fourth could have been a cat. The fifth could have been a man. <laughs> However, this is unlikely. The second sight in looking at its face may be a fast human. (laughs) (laughs) So some of the the comments on this, there's two that are proper, there's a couple of them that made me laugh, but the first one, um, can't catch the foot, the foot's too quick. <laughs> well, that that account name is high in high in a day. Oh, sure. that, so. um. Can't catch a foot. The foot's too quick. Can't catch a foot. The foot's too quick. The article says, "Bear-like creature. It looks nothing like a bear. Just like an upright orangutan." That's just from an, an anonymous account. They're the most serious. They've left themselves anonymous for a reason. And this is just for it. I would never have thought to name it Quickfoot. It is a very creative name. <laughs> <laughs> the first sighting was a bear, and the second was just a really hairy dude really, really fast. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. So then, so then, the next one, which is, again, it just sounds like a proper piss-take version of real well-known cryptid, yeah. is... The Roch Ness Monster. <laughs> which is From the, Rochdale. Which is the nickname, <laughs> the nickname given to a globster found in Hollingworth Lake in Rochdale. <laughs> what the fuck's a globster? <laughs> a globster? <laughs> I'm never calling it a globster ever again. <laughs> in 2015. I say globster! <laughs> In 2015, many witnesses found the, car- the carcass of the Roch Ness monster off the shore of the lake. Estimated to be five foot in length and had a wide mouth full of sharp teeth. One described it as being big enough to fit a human fist inside. <laughs> that's not that big. <laughs> no, no, it's slight. Wait, that's a bit uh, saucy. The, ro- <laughs> the Roch Ness monster gets its name from the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure about that. So I'm glad someone cleared that up. Um, however, da, 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 um, the carcass is frightful appearance. 
Others are convinced he's some sort of monster and just steer clear of the lake. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the police told him when they kept ringing him up saying, Well, there's a monster. Like, just steer clear of the lake from now on. The lake, go on, steer clear. I'm going to go down to the lake. I don't, I don't recommend that to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> then there's just loads of people. That's an eel. <laughs> That's a pike. It's a pike or a musket. <laughs> what if it's a new species? There are already seven species of pike. <laughs> Maybe it's a frog shark then. Someone else has quoted that. It is a pike. <laughs> They're just like... <laughs> so then, obviously, I had the, the what's it called one, the um, one in Cannock. Mm. Then this one, like... It's similar to that one in, in Cannock, but a lot the, the name of it, so those two pissed out ones. Yeah, yeah. This one is just called Sam Harris. <laughs> I saw that one, but I didn't go into it. I, I, didn't, I didn't go into it too much, but I thought they've not even bothered to give this a name, have they? Just called I saw Sam a cryptic. <laughs> His name was Sam Harris. This will be funny if we fucking make an urban legend about this fucking dude. But, but the reason I went into it then, it says... Sam Harris, also known as the Pigman of Northfield. <laughs> oh! There's so, so many Pigman! I thought that's like up the road, yeah. but it's in Northfield, Vermont, in America. Oh, oh God, mate. For fuck's sake, man. So that's why <laughs> you really want to go for that one, because that's not a British one. Yeah, but when yeah. he said Northfield, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Imagine if there'd been fucking sightings in Northfield as well, you couldn't deny it then. Some believe that it could be a Woodwose or Bigfoot. If it's real, it's potentially the same species as the pigman of Cannock Chase. Oh, there you go. From that point is where I went. We need. I'm having a look. At the <laughs> yeah. We need to find out if there was uh, um, experiments know. done in fucking Vermont, Northfield, North Vermont. There's probably been some done in Northfield in Birmingham. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> we trial the pigman on the whiskey, and we um, set him free because he's too ugly. Pregnancy takes too long, we must set him free. That's the mad thing, isn't it? It's like, oh, he's, she's had a pig man thing. Just let him out the Release it. And yeah. why? And they've dressed right. him up. <laughs> why? Did, they kept her for the nine months or whatever. Yeah. She didn't have the baby, so they're like, oh, it's not worked. Yeah. But then a year later, she had the baby. She had the baby. So they just kept her locked up. For an extra year, I guess so. You stay here until you give birth to a yeah. fucking pig, baby. <laughs> if they're gonna release that as well into the wild, like yeah. you do it in like is that in it? a controlled yeah, fashion? Like, you do it somewhere where it's a big, big place, you know yeah. I mean, where they'll never be seen again. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can probably get through the ground and chase them down. And plus, it keeps keeps appearing around the tower. It's obviously just yeah. he's, he's like, I'm just staying by my house. <laughs> it's like this is where my clothes are. <laughs> and the people who place me. <laughs> years and like we've seen him again he actually lives there just go and check now and you'll see it right now <laughs> unbelievable man <laughs> well you ready uh hold on uh, i wish sam harris was better no sam harris that's right. it that's what sam harris says <laughs> well i've got two i've only got two okay so i'm gonna do this shit one first okay Welcome to the world of the Ratman of Southend. Oh, mate, I saw that one as well. I was going to look at that one, but I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. There's two versions of this. The first version is that he's an old man who used to live in an underpass. Okay. And then one day, a group of... (laughs) A true cryptid. No, wait. Oh, shit, here we go. Wait. Here we go. One day, a group of local youths beat him to death. Well, beat him half to death 
Like, like fucking all right, clean shirt. Look at Pooch. They beat him half to death. Yeah. Like nicked his blanket. Oh mate. Because he didn't have his blanket anymore in the underpass, he died of hypothermia. Oh. And then rats ate him. Oh no. And then he came alive <gasps> as the rat man. Oh fuck. And he kills people in the underpass. He likes the underpass. That is a true cryptid. That, that, that's version one. Okay. Version two. The mayor of South End used to be a serial adulterer. Okay. Right. Where's this? Where's it? How does this get him to rat man? Because he's a rat. You're fucking rat. His wife found out and oh. cursed him. <gasps> and her curse was giving birth to a deformed child <laughs> a, de- a deformed child with a rat like snout and a rat like tail long and wispy Ooh. much like a worm is that a worm on your bum or a rat's tail <laughs> right so yeah. then the mayor was like oh, I've got to hide this kid I'm going to construct an underpass with a yeah. secret entrance to a hidden cavern yeah so it makes sense <laughs> the rat man lives in the hidden cavern okay. then at night he comes out and he eats people <gasps> oh I forgot to mention he developed a, a thirst for human flesh <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay yeah hold on good good would you like to know more yeah uh, well, <laughs> well that's it <laughs> but this, this one's actually good yeah the Dalby spook oh I like it? anything with spook it's spooky to me is one of the best words in the English language. If right. I hear spooky, <laughs> straight away, I'm laughing, I'm scared, I'm interested. <laughs> I would like to know more. <laughs> well, this is a cryptid from the Isle of Man. Oh, Matt, I can't imagine cryptids develop there, just yeah. as dinosaurs did many Look years ago. Look what they ago. do to their fucking the cat's tails. What did is they do? They duck them. Is that what? No, look, there's Manx cats. The Manx cats, cats yeah. They've got no tail. Because oh, they develop different. It's, like the, it's, it's the UK's Galapagos, if you will. Yeah. Or Things develop differently there. Dinosaurs are the. Is all of money Mand- dinosaurs? Mand- Mandagascar. All of Mandagascar. Right. There we go. Works itself. It's not quick right. foot. Right, so the Dolby Spook, also known as. <laughs> spook. You're a fucking spook, you are. <laughs> That's right, it's bro. <laughs> Why? I'm glad I'm not Asian because I'd be still really that's racist Why? Asian. You can't spook. If you say to an Asian it's racist. Why would you be racist? Because of Vietnam. Why? They used to call them spooks. Did they? I didn't even know that. Oh, oh. Oh. Mate, see, that's mate, that's see that's how you get out of being racist. <laughs> <laughs> right, you watch that. Anyway, that was a masterclass. Take anything uh, away from this. That was a that was a masterclass in how not to be racist. Mate, I didn't even know. Never even know. I honestly had Is this in your way. next HR interview? <laughs> Mate, can you tell me more about how uh, spooks... Would you like to know more? Yeah, right. So, <laughs> we're looking at um, today... Hey guys, today we're looking at the Dalby Spook, aka Jeff the Talking Mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> So there's this farmhouse, yeah. and the Irving family live there, right? Yeah. And one day, the 13-year-old daughter hears scratching behind the wood panels, oh, like in the wall. That's in the wall. And then they hear noises, like vocalisations, and it sounds like a dog or a baby oh. or something. A dog or a baby. <laughs> so they Both sound exactly <laughs> the same. They get it out, and it's fucking Jeff. <laughs> Jeff the talking <laughs> mongoose. Right. <laughs> and Jeff, <laughs> Jeff. What? Who named him Jeff? Him? 
named himself. Did they? Did he come out like, I'm Jeff, yeah, the talking monkey? Okay. Right. And um, he tells them he was born in Delhi in 1852. Mate, that's creepy. Um, right. if, if he'd just come out and said, I'm Jeff, the talking monkey, but he's like, I was born in Delhi. <laughs> and you're like, no, I, I believe him. A, I assume they had a conversation. Yeah, but like, that's, like, right. you, you could be having a conversation and be like, Oh right, yeah, this is a cryptid way. Yeah, well they probably went, where did you come from? But that, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like imagine you come like if you were just hearing this story, you're like you come out and he was like, I'm Jeff the talking one, you're like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. But then when it says I was born in Delhi and it, you're like, I believe this now immediately. That's that's spooky. Are you are you the Dolby spook? Right. Origin story. Mate, don't India, Asians? It's racist and it's very It's not mate. Genesis. It's called Jeff. <laughs> Which is again, it's weird that he was born in Delhi in 1960. Oh, is he like a part of the Raj? A pet of a, a, a colonizer. Soldier. Yeah. Called him Jeff in 1960. Was the, was the name Jeff even about in 1960? Yeah, because it's just spelled G E F. Ah, so, so it's like the name evolved. Yeah, it's evolved like, it's <laughs> my, na- my name's Hef. Hef, Spanish. Right, so basically, he's the ghost. He says about himself, "I'm the I'm a ghost in the form of a mongoose." Oh, mate! And this is a quote that he said about himself. Okay. I am a freak. I have. <laughs> no, don't I am a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into stone or a pillar of salt. <laughs> Pillar of salt was that last one. <laughs> yeah. What a fun. He's a freak. Like, mate, if, if honestly, if you like a mongoose was saying that to you, I'd just fucking shit myself and run away and never return to that house <laughs> ever so again. Hard. I think I like him because you know what his favourite activities were. What? And uh, mongoose activities or do you yeah, kind of. Yeah. These, are, these are actually kind of exactly what a mongoose would do. <laughs> Fair play. He's oh. a mongoose at the end of the day. Guarding the house. Nice. Mong. Oh, standing up and straight yeah. away. Informing the family of strangers approaching. That's cool. Straight away. Uh, uh, everyone, good. there's a snake coming. Do you want me to eat it? That's his main. <laughs> yeah, and, and being an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anyone overslept, he'd wake them up. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Jeff. Can you please get, get up? Oh, he's from India. What do you sound like, John? Oh, let's not. No. <laughs> I don't know what Indian people sound like. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Jeff, Indian mongoose. Uh, I'm here to wake you up. You're obviously by three minutes. You're going to turn into a pillar of salt. <laughs> uh, Roy, do you know what his diet was? What? what well, what the, family, what the family fed him. Oh. What? Biscuits, chocolate and bananas. <laughs> <laughs> All the sweet <laughs> treats. Do you correct yourself, Quincy? He's his actual diet, he's not really needs to have a, you know, a sustained low protein. Eat some biscuits. Eat a banana, Jeff. I'll tell you what, give him a banana, that'll equal the biscuits. <laughs> that'll banana <laughs> And Jeff died in 1946 by gunshot wounds. Malnutrition. Ed, what? Who shot him? <laughs> a new man bought the farm and shot him. No. Imagine that first what day. What it was a famous dude as well. He's called Leslie Graham. No way, the dude from EastEnders. No. Oh. He, he, this was like nineteen forty-six. That's what comes up when you Google though. Yeah. It's a geezer with a distinguished flying cross 
and he used to be a champion motorbike racer. What the hell? And he bought and the farm just... and shot fucking Jeff. <laughs> right, first things first, that cunt's going. <laughs> he keeps saying my name's Jeff, I'm fucking blowing his brains <laughs> out. The old owner's really nervously have tried to introduce him to Edison. He does call me talking Mongoose. We need to introduce you to him, and he's just fucking yeah. fucking shocked. He's got my, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll get rid of him. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, that, uh, Mongoose, I heard you can eat them. <laughs> but that's mad though. You, you wouldn't even think a mongoose. Oh, I suppose it's a ghost in a mongoose form. <laughs> but you wouldn't even think a mongoose had the necessary vocal cords to like make human words. Oh, parrot. Oh. oh, there you go. I I would think a, a mongoose had more vocal cords than a parrot, and yet parrots can definitely speak. So. Hello, I'm a fucking parrot. Checking that's what he sounded like. Do that in your Indian version waking you up. Hello. <laughs> I'm, what? I'm an Indian parrot. Because that's where he's from, Delhi, was it? Oh, then. What's an Indian parrot waking you up? Because that's what he did every morning to the owners. Hello. Wake up, please. Time to wake up now. Wait, wait, wait to sleep. Please wake up. <laughs> also, I'd like to give a special shout out to... Um, Kelpies. Yes. The classic. One of the great. Them, but I was so sure that one of you would have done it, I thought. Yeah. I was going to, but I thought we talked about it before. Yeah, so we've talked about Kelpies a lot, I feel, on the, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Kelpies and Loch Ness we've done, I think, in the other ones, haven't we? And also Haggis. Haggis. Do you know, do you know the little um, thing about Haggis? What? It's a cryptid. Yeah. I bet one of them. Yeah. Oh, no. I bet a cryptid. They're real animals. And um, there's two different <laughs> species. <laughs> there's two different species. Yeah. And one species has got a longer right leg and a shorter left leg. What, of haggis? Yeah. So they run round the mountain. Oh, okay. They run round the mountain <laughs> counterclockwise. Yeah, yeah. And the other species has got a longer left leg uh, and a shorter right leg. So they go clockwise. And that's why the species can never interbreed because if they stop and the male one turns. You know what around, this is, mate? Don't think I don't know what you're doing. No, it's another true. octopus. He's fucking no, eight legs. I've literally dick. read this is one. This is true. Listen. No, I am. No, I, I could see it in your eyes. The glint. <laughs> you're like, they believe in this. And this is another one. I'm introducing no, it many swear, years later. I swear on St. George's Cross, this is what I've read this morning. Okay. Um, like, so if, if, a, if a clockwise one turns around to May, oh, yeah. a clockwise seventh one. Clockwise. No, listen. Right, yeah. Because when he turns round to try and mount the female one, yeah, his short legs on this side, so he falls down the mountain and he oh, dies. Oh, okay. And then is that, <laughs> is that when we? Eat it? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> no, I haven't even made that up. I swear what, to God. What an absolutely absurd way for a species to go extinct. <laughs> they're all right if they mate with the, the same one. Very shagadelic. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fucking UK cryptids, who would have thought him? Yeah. And mate, and we got 44 minutes out of that. 44? That's the longest main topic. Usually we do length about of... seven or eight minutes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but although I will say, that is the benefit of having a genuine subject for once. <laughs> Whereas usually it's like, car. <laughs> What about uh, card? No, just card. Can we say that has an origin? Oh, do you want a fag break? Yeah. I'm not going to get that. Um, okay. So we've got a new item, which has probably been done before, and a pun. 
title of the item which has probably been done before. Quest Johns. Yes. Nice. Nice. Uh, AKA questions I have thought of. Oh. <coughs> what would be your final meal on death row? Chicken route. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> said in between fucking sucking his it's alright yeah. they, they, they fit back in it's pliable baby chicken royale just chicken royale you can have anything you want would you not have some chips uh, three chicken royals <laughs> so like imagine I'm the jailer just chicken royale you can have whatever you want three chicken royals you can have five. three chicken royals seven chicken royals <laughs> do you want seven I'll go for six. Six chicken. Just deny yourself one. Just, just I'm death row, your final meal. No, not seven. Just eat that many that, that kills you. <laughs> That's like another picture. Seven chicken rounds, Jeremy. That's insane. Eat as many until you get the unlucky one and kills you salmonella. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, just that, just chicken round. Nothing else. Wait, by the time you got to the seventh one, they'd be cold. Are oh, you like them cold though, don't you? I love cold. That's part of your gambit. I get like I get like three warm, and then they just get progressively cold. Start to enjoy the more the more yeah. gets. Ferg always used to have half of one warm, the other half in his pocket, yeah. and then on the buzz home, cold chicken royale. And I always used to think that's a like fucking baller move, but I could just never do. I love cold food, man. Cold cold food. I will say, there's not many things I agree with Sam on. But cold food is better than hot food. I like hot food, then if I've left like a bit of curry, that's what I mean. And then I walk past yeah. it, I think I'm going to try that. Yeah. It's fucking infinitely better than it was yeah. before or whatever, <laughs> If someone said to me you can either only have hot food or cold food, I'd pick cold food mm. every day. Like, imagine if you warmed up a ham sandwich, it was just all hot. If you put cheese on it, though, you put it oh. in the microwave. That's a toasty thing. Some bag. things aren't as good as cold. <laughs> chips. I mean, chips, yeah. They are. Like, oh, when I, whenever I think of that, I always think cold chips are shite. But <laughs> and why are they shit? Because cold potatoes can be nice. Yeah, look at roast potato. Yeah, they can be nice. Yeah. But why? Why is a chip shite? Chips are crap. Yeah, they're They're just grim as hell, man. Yeah, There's nothing worse. Sometimes, like you know, when you just like really hungover or something, you see the chips up and you go, oh, "I have a chip." What about the beans? <laughs> and then you have no, one. I you love like, cold beans. Cold beans. Is cold dang. beans are nice. Yeah. When, some, when I make beans on toast, I just have a little scoop to... Oh, mate. Yeah. A scoop for the maker. A scoop for the working man. And then I tip them in the van. A scoop for the working man. The rest go in the pan. That's the wrong... What about yours, Matt? Um, probably just as much Mexican stuff as I could have. Yeah. Mm. Get your burritos. Oh, mate. Get your tacos. Enchilada. Yeah, what is your favourite Mexican food? Because burritos are definitely my favourite. Tacos, I don't like because I don't what, like the hard shell. Duck. Duck. <laughs> <laughs> a cold chip burrito. Um, <laughs> not just like it. Oh. Cold pork. Ooh. Yeah, no at all. Or barbacoa beef in there. Some salsa. Because like what the best thing about burritos is they're like fat and moist. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about a taco is the the crispiness, and you so can't eat them. Tacky, if you if you eat the wrong part, you don't get any meat. Yeah, yeah. You just get the, the crisp. You're just basically eating a crisp. I'm eating <laughs> yeah, a so giant curved crisp. crisp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What other Mexican foods are there in there? Enchiladas, fucking good. They're good. But the only thing about enchiladas is 
What I find is they're boiling hot and then immediately too cold. <laughs> There's never a perfect <laughs> temperature. <laughs> nope. you, you immediately like you're like that, that's way too hot. <laughs> just burnt my mouth. And then the next time you go back to it, it's like now it's just gone cold. There's never like it seems to doesn't have like it doesn't cool down to the good temp. It just goes. I'm, I'm scalding hot, hotter than the sun, or now I'm freezing cold. But again, they still taste good cold. Exactly. That's that's what we're just saying. So. I don't know, probably just, yeah. A, Mexi- a Mexican platter. Yeah, I'll just have a Especially because you're probably getting killed in Texas because yeah. that's one of the few places where the death penalty is. Probably some real authentic <laughs> Hit me with some Tex Mex. <laughs> Hold the guac. <laughs> that'd be, mate, that'd be cool. Like, they'd write about that. Like, you, you, words, you're like, yeah, especially if you've done something <laughs> no, cool, no, no, like, he's just, he's just finished all of his dinner. Like, you'd rob, you'd rob the bank and shot Jeff Bezos so people, like, support you. And they'd be like, his final words, hold the guac. Um, and then just a massive plate of nachos just following you around as you were just scanning the rest of it. Some following you around? A little child with the nacho hat. Some bread with a fucking nacho. Or in the electric chair. The kid just has to go on his tiptoes to pour your nacho into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just chomping with the flying out your mouth. Oh, mate, instead of the sponge, it's a nacho. Oh. It's <laughs> a case of the air. Just what a wet brow. The cheese is just melting down. It's like you've got a bald wig on. The cheese is just melting down your face. <laughs> You know I'm finished because that's when it stops. <laughs> your face is all like your eyes are wide open. You're like ah, and then just a bit, a bit of melted cheese dribbles into your mouth, and you go ah, sweet release, and that's the moment when you die. I'd go. I got two right. So oh. if I was feeling very gluttonous, yeah. I'd go full Indian. I could have like a butter chicken with like three naans, two roti, <laughs> onion wow. barges like all of that but I think if I was feeling like really like sad that I was going to get killed like if I was buzzing I was going to get killed I'd just be like fucking hit me with the fucking f- every Indian <laughs> food works. yeah but if I was like really sad like I didn't do it and I'm just going to miss everyone I'd have gammon egg chips beans oh yes got to get the beans with three rounds of white bread oh, oh you can match so many cool salmons exactly man that's what I'm talking about and I'd be like all sad because I'd be like this was my favourite meal when I was a kid just and sadly I'm... making sandwiches. <laughs> you're gonna kill you in a minute, for real. I'm thinking about me, mom. <laughs> As opposed to like, fucking yeah, get me another peshwari now, lad. I start dancing. I, I start dancing to the fucking execution chant with a number on my head. Whoa! Lock them like elephant ears. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just like this fucking cunt. There's, lo- there's been lots of Indian, Indian chat. I know, yeah. I know. I'm glad uh, I don't have any Indian sound bites, otherwise they would have been rinsed. Although this is a good one for this item. I like to eat! Yeah, we all true. like to eat. That's true. Could have been deployed at any moment earlier than just at the very end as an afterthought. But, well, you know. do you want to do one of my items? Yeah, I've got some more questions though. Oh, right, no, sorry. I've got one, two, three more questions. Oh, let's go. This one's 
a weird one. It's not as specific as any of the others. Do you think you are old-fashioned? In a way. Mm. It's weird, because what you think is old-fashioned... Exactly, what's, what what's old-fashioned old now? By the modern world, I think, probably. Yeah. But, in reality, probably What would you not. say you're old-fashioned about? Do you sleep in pyjamas with a little hat on? Like Will Willie Wiggy? And a little candle that you can hold. I had a nightmare! It must have been the cheese! <laughs> um, see, I don't think I'm old fashioned in any way. Yeah, man, because you're not bitter and stuff. Yeah, but that's that's hype now. All yeah, the new breweries are brewing bitter now. It's like that's um, come around full circle. You like bitter and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't think I'm old fashioned oh, in really fucking blurry. in my views. That's you going old fashioned, mate. That's you going First doing what is it the dissolve thing which She's remembering what the old-fashioned times are like. In a PowerPoint transition. <laughs> what would you say you're old-fashioned about, Ferg? Um, I like to beat up women. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a joke, that's a joke. Uh, no, just like, because I like to go into the tavern and just stand in the garden on my own and have a fag and a pond. Yeah, but I don't know if that's old-fashioned. I reckon in 20 years you won't get lads going out on their own who have like, from this era. Don't you think? I think it'll die off. Yeah. That'll be sad. The one pub's going to be more social now. The papers want to milk people for as much as it can. Where it was back in the day, it used to be a bit of a... Imagine back in the day, you used, used to go to a pub on your own and there'd be nothing, no telly on, no music or anything, and you could just sit there. You wouldn't have a phone or anything, you'd just sit there. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly nothing, you'd just sit there, just like... All you'd say for the three or four hours you were there was, that was not. <laughs> you could just say nothing for about three hours and just fucking live, breathe for once in your life. You know what I mean? I reckon I am old fashioned actually because I want that. I want to just sit there with nothing ever, ever distracting me apart from just sitting there and being able to just have complete silence for like three hours. <laughs> Maybe I'm even older fashioned than that. Is that. That's like a Buddhist monk. I want to sit on top of a mountain when no one has ever reached and just fucking do a Zen guard. I want to ring the bell every three days. <laughs> I want to clean the floor by doing that kneeling down all, on all fours thing. <laughs> I want to um, be involved in the assassination of Osama Bin Laden. Oh, that is old fashioned. That was that. that. To be fair, that is probably old fashioned now. Yeah. When was that? Two, early 2000s. Zero no, doctor. Obama, Obama was in. Yeah, 2013. 14 years after The Matrix came out. When did we get rid of fucking Osama Bin Laden, please? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Twenty first of May. Whoa. I thought we said old fashioned. Would you like to live five years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we're particularly old fashioned. I think we like the idea of it. But yeah. The world's too shy. You can't go. I like PlayStation too much. Yeah. 
like Wayne Rooney in that video. <laughs> PlayStation 2. <laughs> I was telling my sister about, um, remember on the England games, they used to have the, um, um, Wayne Rooney used to go, Wayne Rooney, striker. <laughs> <laughs> they say that a new devil is arriving. Um, all right, next one. If you had to pick a new name for yourself, what would you pick? Tails. Yeah, straight off. Yeah. Full name, just yeah. Tails. Wouldn't Tails. have a first name, last name. Tails Turley. So I'm not talking Nick now, I'm talking about Tails full Turley. name. Tails Turley. Give me the document. That's a great name, to be fair. With the alliteration <laughs> in there as well. Come I'll on. Start, I'll sign the fucking document. Lucas Conlon. Whoa. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Get ready for it. <laughs> Get ready to be called Felix and Fenley all the time. I was thinking about this. I used to call you Angus. Just never start in the same letter. I was thinking about this the other day. Someone said something about. Uh, oh no, I was uh, fucking reading a Cinderella book to Freya, yeah. and there's Jack and Gus, and I was like, you know what? I never even ever thought to call Ferg Gus as a shortening of Fergus. That would be so weird. Because someone said something the other day about Jonathan. You can shorten it to John and Nathan. Can you shorten it to Nathan? Nathan's in Imagine there. Imagine someone said, my name's Nathan, short for Jonathan. <laughs> you're, you're fucking weird. Your name's Nathan, actually. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> what if I started calling you Gus? I'll tell you, mate. Mate, it's cool name, no, Gus. Here he is. Oh, Gus. If you meet someone new, and they know your name's Fergus, and they sure need to Gus. Yeah. Oh, elbow. <laughs> elbow. What's your name, Fergus? I'll call you Gus. Nice well, one, Gus. People normally fucking, um, elongate to Ferguson. <laughs> Which is mad because the only time you've ever heard a first name of Ferguson is in Clarissa Explains It All. <laughs> Never ever has anyone's first name ever been Ferguson apart from yeah. her fucking dorky brother. That's her last name. Exactly. Alex Ferguson, <laughs> the most famous Ferguson. What, Fer- Ferguson? N- no. <laughs> yeah, I just introduced you with my last name. Robbie gets that though, doesn't he? Fucking, um, uh, Robert. Oh, what's your name? Robert. Robbie. Oh, oh, oh Robert. No, no. I'll get out with Jacob as well. Oh, it's not Jacob. It's not hard. To, like, if you ask someone a name and they tell you it, just say it. Unless they call you different. I get it all the time with John, with Jonathan, and I say it's Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Oh, I would pick. Yeah, go on. Zarnell. <laughs> Grant. That's a football manager. <laughs> Mate, I'm a promising 19-year-old left winger. Um, <laughs> Americans would go, Coronel? I'd be like, fucking stop. Did I fucking stutter? <laughs> you fucking bitch. Hold on, let me fucking... Uh... <laughs> um, this is the last one then. Do you think if you entered Hogwarts on your own, with an assault rifle, sidearm, and knife, you could capture the castle. Yes. No, I don't think you could. Easily. The stairs would just move out of your way or something. You're like, I'm fucking stuck on his landing now. Oh, yeah, that'd be a wonder. There is magic involved. What if it was all three of us? Reckon we could as a team, like a SEAL team. SEAL team six. SEAL team three. SEAL is team it, three. Is it with the? That's kid? what it means. Is it, with, <laughs> is it with the the intake of children that are there in the films? Yes. Harry Potter's there. We just walk in and we're like... 
in slow mo, bust through the double doors. Yeah, the but we bust through the doors and this is playing. And fucking, you just see Hag- uh, Hagrid's body fall into the floor. He's got a fucking bullet hole in his face. You could easily. I don't know, man. What spell have they got? I said this. I said this to Mooney, and she said there's a body immobilizing one or something. They can just she was like, that. Professor McGonagall will just fucking hit you with the body immobilising. No, she's, well, she's got a 762 in her gut. Yeah, but first, that's what okay, I said. What about if she's a cat? If she's turned into a cat, then she's shooting. But then you might kill that cat, a normal cat. You've just killed fucking Felch's cat. She just comes round the corner. Is that his name? Felch? That's a fucking weird, isn't it? I haven't just realised that. He's a bit close to Felch. Yeah. I don't reckon you could, man. Tom, Tom, fucking. Drop a bomb on him. I don't know nothing about Harry, but Tom fucking Fitzroy. What's his name? Tom Tom Malloy. What's his name? The one in the diary. Nah, the one in the diary. Tom Marvolo Riddle. Riddle. He'd fucking come out of a book and get you. Or what's his name? Uh, Robert Pattinson. He was good one. Cedric. Cedric Diggory. He was like the king (laughs) of one of the houses, wasn't it? He fucking. He died. Avada Kedavra. He died. He gets with one of them and he's. Exactly. Like, as soon as one of us gets hit with one of them as well, the other two are demolished. <laughs> and then one of us gets hit with like, hey, hey, no, 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 no
Så er vi en halvdue. Det er fucking nok. Send Hedwig's name. Oh, yeah, I'll try Hedwig's name for a minute. Yeah, and we just... Let's let's Oh, laughing minion. <laughs> Wait, do that. Do that. No, 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 that screamer. That yeah, screamer, yeah. Does it, it. shout out low? Yeah. <laughs> 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 little runs I love like my fucking hell. Oh Jesus Christ! That's a movie though. New movie idea. Hogwarts down. What? No, what is it? Hogwarts is falling. What's that? Pentagon. Olympus is Olympus is Hogwarts has fallen. And it just starts literally. It's all like the full scene where they're at breakfast, where everyone gets the whole lot, and then it just it's dubbed over with. Right, we've got to do that on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just seen to us fucking blowing wizards away. And cutting fucking Dumbledore's throat. <laughs> kick, cut his throat, kick him off the stage and say, Tim watched a Gryffindor. Mate, all the potions are fucking just Molotov cocktail. He's on the, as he eats the flu, he's going, dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon we could do it. We would have to go in. If we planned it like that, we'd yeah. If we go in, just guns blazing, we're dead. But that way, we definitely. It'd be quite funny as well. Yeah. Do you reckon? <laughs> do you reckon uh, the uh, the dark side like would stick would attack us or because would they be like, oh, it's attack on wizards. I'll come for Voldemort's crew next. Or do you reckon they'd come in and be like, oh, they've done it to take out Hogwarts. We're on the side. Hello, I'm Voldemort. See, what we do is right. The first movie is just doing that, and everyone's like, they're the baddies. Second movie, Voldemort thinks on our side, and we turn he on him. He comes in as well, we just blow him up. Yeah, well. and then and then the second movie is us doing the we become baby faces. Exactly. See, we've killed Voldemort. He's like, I'm a good lover, and we're like, fucking blow. And then you're just behind him with a gun chair, and it's like, same as it ever was. And you can do prison break, but it's in Azkaban. Yes. Prison no of Azkaban. Yeah. <laughs> Prison no morn of Azkaban. Prison no. Prison break of Azkaban. Prison no Hermione. <laughs> Hermione dies early on. We don't want any. I don't want Hermione in this movie at all. And Killed. we don't. We don't. Killed and dead. Yeah, you don't even see her death on screen. You just see her in the background somewhere on the floor, just to annoy all the fans. No, but she's got to say some love called parting words like, "Oh, damn it." <laughs> yes, that's a sick vibe. <laughs> she's just like she's not just bubbling, and then goes. Bang bang bang! And it turns out we've replaced Emma Watson with Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, I mean no. Jackie Chan's on no way. We've Jack- got no chance if Jackie Chan. No, Jackie Chan's on our team. Yeah. But we'd never explain why he's there. No. It's just us three all through the movie and then Jackie Chan just killing wizards in the background for no reason. 
Do you think Joe just saving us in weird ways? We think we're doing really well. <laughs> Every time there's a spell coming out, as Jackie Chan just kicks it all out. Nobody questions boys there's been some spell on the side of the castle, and it's for Jackie Chan to put it there for his big action scene. Fucking hell. Right, that was my last question. Yeah, that was the last question. Oh, do you want some Woody Roberts? Yeah, man. Let's go. Oh, I've only got two, to be fair. Let me just get them up here. Where are they gone? I like to eat! Very shagadelic. <laughs> right, would you rather be sick so hard your throat prolapsed oh. or swallow a sewing pin? A sewing pin? Yes. Oh. A pin for sewing. Mm. Do you think you could swallow it and then just like look why is it not touch the no. inside of your throat? But, oh. You might think that though, and then you know, when you go for a poo, that's when it gets you. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Or it could just be fucking damaging your into rips open your <laughs> esophagus, then your stomach, then your <laughs> lower intestine, then your fucking asshole. Oh god. But then sticking up your throat, that's so it just yeah. flops out of your fucking neck. <laughs> Like a fucking yeah, elephant. I was thinking more of it just like collapsing in on itself, or do you mean no, it like comes out? Comes out, like as though you're like a friggin' alien. Pin, You'd pin. have to have a go. You'd you? just gamble on the sewing pin, wouldn't you? I mean, it probably oh. would do you severe damage. Yeah. But you'd hope once it hit your stomach, maybe the acid might take the, the sharpness off it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> dull it down, stomach acid, dull it down. Oh, I would take uh, a stab myself on that one, to be fair. Would you? You'd waste it on that? Yeah. No. No, they're not limited. They are. They're limited they're to not. one per would you rather round. Alright, so you've wasted yours then. I haven't wasted mine. You have. You've wasted your. What the fuck is this? You've wasted yours. You just said you'd stab yourself. Now you can't stab yourself on the next one. I don't need to on this one. I already know my answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you rather say yes or no to this? Miley Cyrus will marry you if you dress as Shrek forever or. Never marry Miley Cyrus. Never marry Miley Cyrus. She's anyway. I'd still dress as Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Just to add insult to injury. This is who you just got rejected by. Look, the other thing was to dress as Shrek. I'm doing it anyway and not marrying you. Welcome welcome to hell, Miley. Well, I think I look very fetching in a waistcoat. (laughs) What's his waistcoat made out of? Tom. Hemp. <laughs> it's like made out of scales. It's like a sack, I think. A hemp, like a. What's Smith, a sack Smith, that Mateo's Smith, come in? What are they Smith, made out of? Hessian. Hessian, yes. No, that's his shirt. His waistcoat is like. It's bodkin. A brown. Yeah, I think that's like a potato it's sack. It's not a bear skin. I would think Smokey's killed in a rage. Yeah, it's just donkey's dad. Hold on, I'm Googling. Oh, that's not going to come off. What is Shrek's. What material? <laughs> Ready. What material is Shrek's vest made of? <laughs> <laughs> Three question marks. It, look, mate, it looks like rocks or dried up leather or something or like alligator skin. It is from an, if it is from an alligator, that wouldn't make sense as I don't think there were any alligators near his swamp. When I was little. <laughs> When I was little, I always thought it was made out of rocks, but that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Clint Johnson, Shrek expert, is the reply. According to provided information, it is not mentioned what the material for Shrek's vest is. As you mentioned, the material is most likely leather. However, you will not find such kind of rock-looking leather in the real world, except for alligators. 
as you mentioned. Oh. Let's consider that the world where Shrek lives <laughs> may contain a whole unfamiliar for us people, spectrum of creatures. For example, the texture of the vest reminds me of a dragon's skin, leather or scales. Ooh. That's what you said, mate. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Shrek has a very interesting past filled with dragon hunting, but we will never know. <laughs> oh, cheers, Shrek Master. <laughs> the dude, the original poster, answered, Thank you for sharing this insight with me. Since the world of Shrek has all sorts of strange magical things, it's likely that the material comes from a creature which has this type of skin. <laughs> mate, that person, I feel bad for them. Yeah. They're, they're fucked up, and they, they've just gone for that. And they're, they're in they've Shrek. had that question and watched every Shrek film. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just going to have to... <laughs> Sorry. What a fucking cool. Well, I've got another item. Okay. You, you can join in on this one. Oh. It's called... Things we would ban in football. Yes. Right, so I've done four. Quick free kicks. Ban them. Yeah. Whoa, really? Ban them. There have been some great goals from quick yeah. free kicks. Nah, there's been some great fuck up things, rubbish. Just when you get hit it on the ground. The and on it, quick free the kick. Only thing I don't know Let's get it moving. Quick free kick is that moment after everyone's up. Yeah. What are you doing? It's rubbish. Because even their own players sometimes are like, I tell you what I'd have. Throw wins. Band. Oh mate. Kickins. Wait. Did you have kickins? Oh, here you go. Is this one of yours? The pretend starts of fights are banned then. Wow, when they're just like fucking swearing to it. Yeah, come on. Like Robbie sent a lot lately through her baseball fights in America. And they are fucking proper. Yeah, yeah. They genuinely just like go to start fighting. Yeah, they? like they don't even like square up to start with. You just see them come from the bench and then they just meet each other with fists. It's amazing. There's too much posturing in English football. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's thirty thousand people watching, so you can't look like a fan. Yeah, yeah. You are a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that thing when a ref calls the throwing taker back three yards, mm. then they run nine yards in the run up and yeah. it's fine. That's annoying. Mm. It should just be. Just don't bother. It should just be a kicking. I think. They've kicking. They've trialled that, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But the, the, the only thing or, you know what? Well, so I suppose, yeah. You have to change that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff as well. So if or, you're throwing it, free kick, just don't it? stop it. The ball goes out and you, you just carry on. Maybe some boarding around play. Yeah. Which up to a certain like, uh, like fucking and If it goes above that, then it's through. Like, what was it? FIFA Street? Yeah. yeah. Just have the boards. Joker Benito. Yeah. Why do you game. even need throw-ins? I suppose it's beneficial for defenders, isn't it? Yeah. Put it out of play. Yeah, it is. It's a better option in the corner. Yeah. That's what I mean. And you I suppose to, like you should have to work for a corner. If, yeah. if you just win a throw-in, down lock in their territory, anywhere near the. That's what I mean. Like, because at corner, at least you kick it in, don't you? So that's a football skill. But if you win like a throw-in right near the corner flag, and you've got someone who can throw it long, it's like that's yeah, not that's part of football, is it? Really, just being able to throw it really far. I'd ban transfer fees. Yeah. It's the, it's the worst thing. How would you, how would you do it? Just draft, swaps. Like a draft system or swaps or something. Yeah. Because Drafts would be interesting. Drafts would be yeah. good. But like, they're talking about doing like a draft system for loans in like League 1 and 2. Oh, really? So like some of the worst teams still manage to get some of the better players mm. rather than the higher resource teams. Either, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, if you look at the way, tra- like, all for as long as I've known football now, the most important thing to me was how much a player costs yeah. or fucking how much they earn. Yeah. It, it doesn't fucking matter. I heard a journalist on the back. It's got no fucking in, like, influence on what yeah, they yeah. And look, you've been bought 50 million, so. Oh, 
fuck all to do with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do? What are you going to yeah. say? Oh, that's too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you have me back, please? I'd rather move for less money. Yeah, I just hate the money talk. Like, uh, there was a journalist on about the other day, and there was like, uh, like <clears throat> he was an Albion journalist, expression star, and he was like, everyone's on about like transfer fees and that. We didn't, we only spent money on DK last year, so we should have loads of money. But he's like, we spent six million on agent fees. It's ridiculous. It's like, like oh, pay, you pay the agents more than you pay clubs now. Blues, Blues are 18th in the league at the minute. And other than the teams that have been bought down the last couple of seasons, mm. so I've got parachute payments and Cardiff for the only one. We're the highest low weight. So every £230 we spend on wages, we only earn £100. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so how is so that like, like, yeah, it's sustainable? Not sustainable yeah. 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 No wonder clubs are going to the wall yeah. all the time. Ridiculous. Like, and it is, it's like, look, I just hate everyone talks about transfer. You know, there's always a transfer saga over a summer. Yeah, yeah. But in the NFL this year, they do as soon as the free agency starts, within not two days, everything's happened pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So there's no rumours or anything, it's not mm. like charges of yeah, yeah. 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 Otherwise, you'll have Pogba going on for like fucking three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking nobody yeah. cares, man. Yeah, it's, it's really annoying. And it's all the fucking commentators want to talk about, is all yeah. that stuff, because they've got nothing to actually talk about tactically <laughs> with the game. Imagine if there was like no money involved and they all could just move. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if you like they just did one year contracts and at the end of the season everyone could move wherever they wanted to. See, in the, as, you, as you know, in the NFL, the, the worst team one year. Like Bengals have been shit recently. Yeah. Went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, yeah. Blues like we won trophy for ten years ago. You know we've been fucking eighteenth pretty much. Every yeah, season. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But should you really be just cursed to watch this? Yeah, exactly. It is like just immediately like biased in terms of how much your owner can fucking plug you in money basically. It's like all the all the fucking Saudi clubs now. It's like well, fuck. It's like with Newcastle and everyone's like they'll be in the Champions League in three years. They'll probably win everything. Yeah, it's like that shouldn't be allowed really. Should just be like I bought the club and now they will be in the Champions League in three. It should be like on merit of the team that year. Like, yeah, that's a good one. I was like. No throw-ins. <laughs> <laughs> you were like this transfer fees. <laughs> and my last one was um, Robbie not being allowed to do slow tackles in America. Oh yeah, what? Robbie started playing eleven aside in America. Right, he joined like a league, and they're not allowed to do slow tackles. What? He reckons it's because like in America they're so litigious that like if you did a slow tackle and someone injured them, they could sue you for their medical care, like because obviously they have to pay for everything over there, don't they? So if you broke your leg, it could be like thousands. So they'd say like. Well, it was his fault, and so then you'd have to pay like yeah, their medical care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signed away signed before, yeah. So I'm not playing unless everyone signed away. Because yeah. that's good. That, don't you have to do that in over in this country? You, you, you sort of think saying basically like. But like that that only covers certain to say if you. I think it's if you lost like an oil or something like that. Yeah. Because of it, you'd get paid out. But anything else is just an injury sport, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, the thing is that I say that well, like, you can fucking do someone in the tackle standing up yeah exactly you know yeah. what I mean if I'm saying alright oh, I won't slow but I'm just going to boot you yeah. into the area and yeah. like, just kick someone in the head and give yeah. them brain damage he's like wasn't a slow oh, tackle I man. hate that yeah like Robbie said he's like that's literally as a defender 50% of yeah like skill. that's just a massive piece of my armoury has been removed actually you know that the ball's there the slow tackle yeah Robbie said though like he said if Red Bull were in that league that he's playing he said we'd be like competitive yeah because oh, he's like a lot of teams have like two or three like really good players like who are genuinely good and the rest are all kind of like pretty shit how's he got into that 
I don't I think was it through his mates who he watched yeah, Man United Bill with? Paxton his mate <laughs> Bill Paxton <laughs> what's, his, what's that dude's name he's got like a it's like Teddy Denario or something <laughs> he's got this new mate and he's like like he found like the Baltimore team. United supporters club and uh, like he met up with them in the bar like to watch one of the games and then like he goes around like that dude's house sometimes to watch the games and stuff and he was like, oh, I'm starting like an 11 side team in like this league. And, oh, I want to go and play so bad. Yeah, I know. And he was like, he was like, lads, honestly, if Red Bull playing this league, we'd be competitive. We, we, <laughs> we would be up the top competing for to win the league. If me and Trish go over to America, because Rob's been on about seeing them. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll go and play. we'll just turn <laughs> on and play. <laughs> but he was like, he said, like, they've all got like one or two luxury players. He said the one we were playing the other day, like, I went in on, it was a 50-50. I went in with him, like, fucking put it on him, like, never come near me the old game he was like scared then I was like mate that's how you do it yeah that's, that's the English way if they hear your accent they like, yeah. <laughs> hit them early let them know you're there that's imagine it. saying that to the rest of your defence <laughs> what <laughs> we don't want to hurt them <laughs> we're just playing a game we're playing soccer here come on <laughs> I fractured my rib Hey man, you Get need to go to hospital. I'm not going to hospital. It costs about six million fucking quid. I'll come back on. Oh wait, I'm throwing up. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. insane. But the, the other, like, it's a Sunday league thing, right? But <laughs> did, didn't he say they have like one pitch to play on, like in the league? Yeah, so sometimes the kickoffs are like nine o'clock. He had to kick off the other night. It was like half past nine at night on a Sunday. And then the next week it was like ten past two. He was like, oh, we got the early game this week. <laughs> the early game, 8pm. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. Imagine waiting around all Sunday till half past nine. You and can't then even have a dream around well, and four fucking rows dinner. Fuck that. You get, you get in at fucking like one o'clock. <laughs> I'm so full. Get in at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, God, it's fucking work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What happens if you just like foul? think so. I think you get a yellow card, don't you? A fine, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think it can be. I think it was a red card, wasn't it? It's not allowed. It's banned. So it's got to be a red card, surely. That's fucking wonderful. Yeah. That's not playing badminton. He's not allowed to handle. <laughs> 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 Just the net holding the rim of the head. <laughs> what a comparison, by the way. Of all the analogies you could have come up with. It's like playing badminton without a handle on your racket. <laughs> oh, mate, like, I, we would have been out of a job as centre-halves. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon <laughs> half of my time was spent making last-ditch tackles. I've spent 60 minutes on the floor. <laughs> I've only had five or six glorious moments in this match, and all of them have been slow time. Imagine, yeah. like, there's no point. If you can't, mate, that's the best, one of the best things you yeah. can do as a centre half. When, when, when they inevitably take a heading out of the game in the next 20 years, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, in America, mate. you've got no heading and no slides. No, Just a ball no. going over you by about that much. Yeah, you have to go. And you can't turn and slide. <laughs> imagine your face. Like, like, I'm just imagining Fergus' face as it flies, just inches <laughs> over his head, just going. <laughs> For old time's sake! <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Just get sent off every game. I cannot resist! That lads that have never seen a head in real life. Yeah. Oh my god. Did he just put his head to the bar? What the hell? Get out of here! It's they, fucking soccer, buddy! They do that like um, American baseball. You're out! <laughs> oh yeah, fucking hell. Right, is that the end? Any more items? I don't think so. Oh, I've got one song. Okay. 
It's control. not Britain's Got Talent, Extract Tradition or anything. Just a song you've created. Yeah, it's just because I haven't thought of any, because I've only thought of this one. Sweet. And it's it's also an, an American accent rap, if you can oh, believe mate. it. mate, come on. Perfect. Right, here we go. Um, I'm a lesbian, and I'm gay too. Plus I'm bi and transsexual, dude. I need to get my dick sucked at the ATM. Who and why? What, where, when? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, fair play, mate. You remember that? That was off the dome as well. That's been in my head for so long. That's why I haven't thought of any new songs. Oh, yes. Keep pumping him. It's like a puppy farm. <laughs> How is that known, puppy farm? Shout out to all the puppy farmers out there. Keep breeding those expensive puppies. Sam Harris is in the, this fucking joint. Oh no, he's an owl man and a cryptid. It's the pig man I cannot chase. <laughs> Sam Harris. There's a haggish on my head. This is what we act like. This is what we act like. <laughs>